Hear My Voice, a Beat News spotlight on mother and baby homes. Let me tell you something. I have kept my vow of chastity my whole life. Those girls have nobody to blame but themselves and their own carnal incontinence. Sister Hildegard of Sean Ross Abbey Mother and Baby Home was chillingly depicted in the movie Philomena. Back in 1968, it was this nun who arranged for three-year-old Colleen Anderson and many others to be taken from their birth families. Colleen's natural mother was raped age 15 and sent to Sean Ross Abbey. Three years later, Colleen was sent to Chicago to be adopted by Sister Hildegard's niece. My adopted mom, like I said, the niece of Sister Hildegard, was schizophrenic, unmedicated, so there was a lot of um, physical and uh, verbal abuse. And nobody did anything. My dad, and even when I was getting abused, my dad just walked away, didn't say anything. Uh, school officials knew, other family members knew, and uh, it was like there was no protection for me. Former Tawnish dad Joan Burton spent two years in the Irish adoption system. Her birth mother was unmarried, and after she was born, she was taken from her parents and adopted shortly after. Joan's experience sparked her interest in politics. We need to have a national archive. We also need a huge leap of imagination from organisations like TUSLA, which is the one that now is tasked by government to deal with these issues and tell people about their papers and their backgrounds. You can read TUSLA's full statement on beach102103.com. Even knowing who your, who your biological parents are is a privilege. That's Mary Ryan O'Brien from Adoptee Identity Rights Group, Ahantis, the group behind the Repeal the Seal campaign, the fastest growing petition on an Irish political issue in history, which convinced the government to do a U-turn on survivors accessing their own information and files. Ahantis are working on a report about adoption in Ireland, how we can move forward and how people like Colleen can be supported in the future. It's very difficult for somebody who's adopted to speak out about their experience because there is this, even now, there's this huge stigma surrounding it. Um, I suppose an element of societal shaming as a result of it. They don't feel comfortable doing it. So what we've tried to do is shift the focus as regards the view of the issue publicly to enable people to speak more about their own experience. We hope that in doing so that people can start to move towards meaningful reparation, um, addressing harm in the past and moving forward with, you know, access to their own information, access to their own files. Um, and in many ways, doing that, it completes so many gaps and jigsaw puzzles for people as regards their own identity and their own information. And it, it just gives them a holistic view of where they are. Colleen moved to Dublin in 2018 and is living in emergency accommodation. She was one of the lucky ones who found out who her natural mother was. So um, so I did do some kind of uh, investigating and got in touch with my birth mom's sister in Ireland, in Tipperary. And we corresponded for about a year. And I told her I wanted to meet my birth mom. And she said it was a very horrible experience for her, for my birth mom, that she kind of kept it all a secret. And basically up till the 99, when I met her, she had told nobody about me. Met her and uh, she was very, very quiet. Um, like I said, she had kept this a secret. Even her husband didn't know about it. And what I remember her saying to me, worse than the rape was how the nuns treated her at Sean Ross. Now, when I did meet her, the one thing she said to me was maybe someday, you know, maybe she'd meet me again, but she died 11 years later. 
Ireland are one of the few countries in the world where people who have been adopted don't have access to their birth information. On May 12th, the Birth Information and Tracing Legislation Draft Bill was published. This bill is a step in the right direction for Ireland and will allow for adopted adults to access their birth information if it gets passed. With the acknowledgements made from church and state since the publication of the final report, survivors of Ireland's hidden past have now been given a voice. And so on behalf of the government, the state and its citizens, I apologise for the profound generational wrong visited upon Irish mothers and their children. I wish my birth mom would have still been alive to hear uh, Micheál Martin, even if she, and I, I think there's probably a lot of mothers, didn't um, accept his um, apology, but it still was an acknowledgement. Joan Burton says, as a society, we have a responsibility and need to remember what happened in mother and baby homes. As my adoptive mother used to tell me that children died like flies in the orphanages and the institutions, basically because the standard of care was very, very poor. But it's the Irish story. And ultimately, we need to reclaim that history and we need to make sure that our young people now know about it so that it never happens to anybody else again.